Welcome to Murder on Silk Road, the podcast that explores Asian and European true crime cases. I'm Julia, and with me is my friend and co-host, Lina. I'm Lina, and each episode we will be sharing either an Asian or a European case. Between these episodes, we will bring you a shorter in-between episode, where whoever did a case that week will prepare a random topic to discuss. Before we get started, a general warning. The themes discussed in these stories may be disturbing and triggering for some, so listener discretion is advised. Hey guys! Hi friends! Hi. <laughs> Hi Julia and Lena. Hi. Hi Angela. You look very pretty today. Actually, you both look really pretty today. Why, thank you. You Aww, look very pretty, so too. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, thank you. I have a huge what breakout. What is this about? <laughs> but... I can't tell. This is leading us into Kyoto. Okay. <laughs> you look very pretty with your new background, which is a beige wall, but we know yes. where you are. We know what's going on. Your beige wall looks a bit different from your regular beige wall. <laughs> why is that? Does. Why Why does your beige wall look different? <laughs> Tell it's us. because I moved. Oh, I moved oh you did. Where to? Kyoto. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kyoto's so pretty. I yes, love Kyoto. It's a, it's a beautiful city. So you're not done yet? Is that right? I'm not done, no. So, uh... What day is it today? Wednesday. So on the, oh, I can't. Even, so on Friday, my colleagues helped me move the majority of my things. That's really so nice of them. It was yeah, it was very nice. I saved a lot of money because of that. So, so one of my colleagues has a pickup truck, and then him and another colleague came to my place Friday morning. We packed everything we could into the truck, and I luckily just drove with the train, with the Shinkansen to Kyoto, which is under two hours for me. And they had to drive all the way. And it's a long drive, though, for them, right? It's a very long drive, yeah. I think they left sometime after 9 a.m. and arrived, um, I want to say, sometime between 5 and 6 p.m. Holy shit. Oh, wow. So so that was very Very sweet of them, though. Yes. Yeah, it really is. And they had to drive back the next day, so. Oh, wow. (laughs) Lovely. Not a lot of fun. So I have to buy some like presents for them when I go back mm. tomorrow. Because I'm going back to Tokyo area tomorrow. Omiyage. Yes, omiyage. Have you been to any onsens? Because there's a lot of onsen. It's too hot right Kyoto. now. <laughs> really? It's way too hot. Yeah, it's like over 30, 30, 34 every day and super humid. You know in all the like manga and anime, you see like the... like. Every like someone always faints because they're like overheated. We don't you want almost that fainted. to happen. To me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, when Julia visited me in Tokyo, I did. Back in a few a few years ago, twenty. It was uh, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, we went to. A she hot nearly spring. fainted. Yeah. She she was like dizzy and had to sit down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was scared for her. That's what we do in Taiwan all the time. When it's too hot, we just go... Because there's, like, usually a hot... Like, there's three poles. Mm-hmm. And one's, like, the ice bath. And one's, like, the hot bath. And one's just, like, warm fluid. Whatever. Warm fl- That sounds gross. <laughs> Don't say it like that. I know, but it's just... It's warm, so it's gross. I mean, and that's then, true, though, because in Taiwan, it's always warm. <laughs> yeah, so... But then mm-hmm. in Taiwan, it's when it's, like, super hot... You go to like you go back and forth between the cold and whenever it is. Mm. You just go back and forth, and it feels so great. Mm-hmm. Like when you feel like it's so hot outside, you just go to the hot spring and you come out because the water is super hot. Mm. The hot spring is super mm-hmm. hot, so when you okay. come out, you don't feel as hot. So yeah. you kind of like. Guys, can I tell you something? Yes, What's we up? Have our permission, Julia. So it's Wednesday. Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, So it's Wednesday, right? So on Friday, I drove down to my dad's. Wait, wait, wait. uh, You know how to drive? No, I took the train. The train drove. I drove with the... On the train. (laughs) Yeah, I can... I have a Vespa at my dad's um, that I can drive, but I I don't have, like, a car Mm. driver's license. No, sorry. I didn't mean it that way. I just meant as in i'm still not used to julia being like an adult 
legally although <laughs> I don't know it's been a while though to be fair I know, but I'm 25. <laughs> I know, but whenever she says something adult, I'm like, wait, Julia can do this? You have this? <laughs> yeah. It just it reminds me that we see ourselves kind of like frozen in time, like the age we kind of like knew each other most, like school mm. age. Like, you guys haven't aged for me. Yeah, we also behave like, more immaturely. Logically, I know how old when you we are. We are together. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, what I was gonna say. So I drove to or I took the train to my dad's on Friday and so did my brother because my dad turned 70 on Saturday Whoa. which yeah That's the big crit. 7 yeah I mean yeah he became yeah. dad late in life yeah he was 45 yeah I have to hurry up then if I don't want my kids to have <laughs> an older dad which there's nothing wrong with but yeah, <laughs> just as like, wow, is a whole that's other thing we me. need to talk about sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. have you, are you telling me you're hurrying up? I mean, I'm just saying <laughs> if I don't want, um, if I don't want heading to be 70 when our children or when our child turns 25, I need to hurry up. Or I can't wait too much longer. Ew, 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 ew. What she's saying is that she could see herself becoming a mom within the next few years. I'm calling dibs on Godmother. No, I already called. I'm not Christian, not guys. But you said I could be babysitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. babysitter and Godmother are completely different things. <laughs> basically the same. You're, you're all going to be aunties. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yay. I'm good with that. Yeah. Well... Okay, I am already an auntie. Actually, I was kind of uh, gonna go into this because since it was my dad's seventieth birthday, seventieth uh, birthday, um, so I don't, I don't think I've, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I have two older brothers. So one of them is um, how old is he? Thirty-three, and the other is turning thirty-eight in December. And the oldest one, he has three kids and since it was my my uh, my dad's like 70th like all of us came down so we could like spend the day together meaning he brought his wife and his three Aww. kids and i love them so much <laughs> <laughs> like okay so the the oldest is um the only boy and he is uh, he just turned six and he's actually starting school in a couple months Aww. and then there is uh, so the middle child is a girl and she is four i think i think she turned mm -hmm. four and then the youngest is one and a half she turns two in december oh. and she's still at that like stage where she's super like big cheeks that you just want to like squeeze and like tiny like hands and tiny Aww. feet and she's just sort of starting to walk like she, she can walk pretty well like if she's holding someone's hand but Aww. on her own it's just like a couple of steps before she falls back on her butt and it's the cutest <laughs> thing and she's starting to like talk more and oh my God, i i'm so in love and it was so nice to see them. I feel like you have a lot more maternal instincts than I do. That's also true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel the same. I feel like Julia loves kids more She's than I do. She's the youngest, but I think you're also probably the best with kids because you're, you know, you have so many like niece and nephew since mm. you were true. younger. True. And, and my cousin's two kids. Yeah. I still sometimes feel like the baby in the family. I am definitely still the baby but some like people are like looking at me like they want me to be making decisions and i'm just like <laughs> if i have to same same about that yeah i don't do it because i want to do it that's true it's also my case. i do it because i'm forced to by the government <laughs> and the law that's also very true that's pretty dark speaking of the law oh yes yes are you guys ready for some fun not so much fun, but... I am ready for some not so much fun fun. <laughs> Whatever you have for us. Very, very dark fun. Oh, okay. Like, very dark? Like, do we need to, like, trigger warning, disclaimer this? Or... There's not... 
I don't even know because um, there's not that much specific details on the case. Okay. But it'll be more of a general reporting because there's not that much information online okay. out there. And the only info out there is sort of like um, with dramatized info. So mm-hmm. obviously that's... So not unbiased is what you're saying, kind of? It's like you get the general... There's like a general story and then people kind of like add in details a bit. Mm. It's embellished versions. Mm. So I'm going to stick with the news just to be fair. Yeah, that seems smart. So you're telling us a European story. Yeah. All right. Okay. A Russian story. Ooh. Ooh, okay. And it's called the Krasnodar Cannibals. Cannibals? Oh, wait, cannibals more than one? More than one. Okay. It's a couple. Oh. Oh, whoa. It's a what? Yeah. That's so interesting. A couple. A couple. A couple wow, cannibal. Okay. That just always makes me wonder, like, how did, how did you find each other? Or, like, how did you sort of broach that, com- <laughs> like, that topic? It's like, like, hey, I have this very specific kink. Do you like this thing, too? It's like, oh, my God, I love that kink. That's my kink, too. That's the thing. It's like... At what point of the relationship, like at what stage are you going to reveal your secret and be like, hey. Yeah, because if it's too early, they're just going to be like, I'm out and like probably go to the police. And like, if it's too late, it's like, what the fuck? I don't know who you are. And they leave and go to the police. It's more like just imagine it as in like you're in the dating stage and you're like, oh, hey, I've got this thing to share. Not sure if you'll join me, but, you know. Maybe if you're into something so extreme, you just say it on the very first date. And you say, okay, I'm into cannibalism. Are you in or are you out? And they just eliminate everyone who's (laughs) But that that poses a risk because what if they then go to the authorities? Like, hey, I went on a date and this person told me that they eat like to eat people so this is his name and number and i think this is the address so you go and do your thing police you could just like if someone says uh no and then you can just be like oh i was just joking imagine if it's on like a tinder page you know like your tinder profile Mm -hmm. this is like into into human well you could just say like i'm a cannibal because you look good enough to eat or something, Ew. make it like a really weird wow. pickup line. How did you just line? come up with that instantaneously? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> such a random, but like, eewee, but like, very pickup line, pickup line. Right? Um, should we get back to Anyhow. the story? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. This is just, it's so easy to derail. Anyhow, news broke out on the year of 2017, September 27, that possibly one of the worst homicide cases have, have been discovered in the area of Krasnodar, a city located in the southern part of Russia. The Russian news outlet claimed that the investigation began on the 11th, where a construction worker found an unlocked phone on site. Out of curiosity, mm-hmm. he looked through the phone and discovered various photos of a man posing. Stop, 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 stop. This phone didn't have a passcode? Nope, it was unlocked. This is just an unlocked phone? It was just a phone on the street. Who is so dumb? 2017. Out of curiosity. Especially if you're doing weird shit. (laughs) That's the biggest twist of this story. Okay, sorry, go on. (laughs) That's how it all began. But I love how, like, all these cases start, like, when it's something so crazy, it's usually someone finding it on the street and then, like, going to the police. So he looked through the phone because he was curious of, like, what this phone had and discovered Hell yeah. various photos of a man posing with different dismembered body parts in his mouth. Oh. And they immediately brought oh. the phone to the police, where the police began the investigation. Holy shit, thank goodness. This is a normal dude who's like, yeah, I gotta report this. <laughs> Instead of just like, I bet this is just some weird like cosplay. Yeah, play thank thing. God. At least they brought it mm. to the yeah. police. Ugh. But seriously, like like I said, like I mean, it's weird enough for people not to have like 
a password or a passcode for their phone. But especially <laughs> if you're doing fucked up illegal like criminal shit like that. And not not even just average criminal shit. Why are the criminals always the dumbest? I don't know. Like... But actually, I need to flash back to episode two to my case. I actually need to take back what I said. Please leave evidence behind. <laughs> exactly. Please, please and thanks. Leave your shit behind. Leave your phones unlocked so that if you're doing suspicious crap, suspicious behavior, that suspicious behavior, that um, yeah, that that can get picked up and brought to the police. Please, thank you. PSA over. Okay, <laughs> lovely. And it was said that the oldest photo actually found on the phone dated back to the year 1999 what? during Christmas. Oh my God. Wait for this. Where a human skull was stuffed and placed on a plate with oranges as a centerpiece. What? Oh. What? So it's not like, it's not even just like they're playing with people's head. They're using it as like decoration. You know, that, that gave me the imagery of, you know, in the cartoons, it was always like there was this full, like, roasted pig on the mm. table with, like, an apple in its mouth. Ah, fuck. 100%, like, one-to-one, that's what I that think reminded so. I've me got of. Im- like, I've got images. I can show you guys later. What images? I'll look it up. Wait, yeah. of this, of this yeah. phone's images? Yeah, it's blurred out, but I think oh, I did see I, okay, pictures. Okay, I'm here for it. Okay. Do you want me to upload it? now i mean if you're at that part of the story when you want to share the photos plus i want i have a question because so you said this was found in 2017 this phone yeah and the oldest picture dates back to 1999 so i don't know how that worked out but maybe he just like i don't know how he's so like not careful and he like obviously doesn't even have a passcode but somehow manages to have like so much file on it. I'm not sure if we had digital cameras back then, but maybe you know in the past when you took photos or had them printed, the date would be on them. So maybe he took a photo of a printed picture. Yeah. Where it had the date a on photo, top. Photo. Mm. Because, that's how yeah, much he cherishes. That's how much he cherished that that photo. Um, speaking of, sorry, just a side note, so I don't forget. But speaking of severed heads, I want to tell you about a very recent case right now in Japan (laughs) at the end. Speaking of severed heads. Yes. Speaking of severed heads. Yes. You'll see what I tell us. After Angela's story. Uh, Okay. You can go ahead and share while I look up. Did you like plan this together? Like, this just. Because I also need to connect to VPN. Okay, tell us, Lena. Oh, okay. Well, Share so away. This is actually a case that... I'm going to check the date just to make sure. But it's very, very recent. So this month, um, in a love hotel... This month? Yes. Ooh, so in a love hotel. We don't know who did it yet. But, oh, okay. So a love hotel room was booked. and. But this is in Japan? Yes, in... I think in Sapporo. So in Hokkaido. Oh, okay. And... Uh, the room kind of went over time. So then the hotel staff went into the room to check out, you know, what's going on. And when he went into the room and then to the bathroom, there was a, a corpse lying in the bathtub without a head. Holy shit, oh, guys. Oh, holy shit. He, of course, freaked out, got someone else. And then they, they yeah, they confirmed that there was uh, a body without a, a head. A headed corpse. Yes. And then they call the police and they check the camera footage. And so what happened was that when these two... So it's a man's body. Uh, okay, and just like <laughs> sharing her screen now with the... With Holy the shit, head. I just saw the, the head with the orange really oh quick. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Wait, should I finish the story first? Yeah, finish. Yeah, finish the story. Okay, then stop scrolling because you're just <laughs> distracting me. Okay. Gruesome photos. Um, okay, so so yeah, basically they found the video, ca- the footage of people checking in. So when they checked in, the two people who went in, they were dressed as women. So the the victim was also dressed as a woman when they went inside. Okay. But is um, mm-hmm. 
but they find out found out later that this is I, th- I forget if he was in his 50s or 60s but it was a normal family man who was in these cross-dressing circles so as far as we know he was uh not trans he was he just had the okay. hobby of cross-dressing um okay. kind of yeah in his free time and he had attended these parties where a lot of people cross-dress or not everyone it wasn't like a cross-dressing party but they would have, have these clubbing disco events and a lot of the people who did go ended up cross-dressing and yeah so the other person who went in with this person who we assume of course is the perpetrator the murderer because they checked out earlier than the actual checkout time so they went out first change of clothes and they were also dressed as a woman but they don't know if this was a man or a woman because yeah not sure they were hiding their identity and they left with a suitcase and oh 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 yeah in the room there was nothing that could point to the identity of the victim actually so the the wallet and you know everything was taken away including the head but uh the police were able to identify the victim because his wife reported him missing oh thank goodness yeah they reported him missing and then uh they were able to kind of match the fingerprints but yeah so we have no idea who this person is they vanished they kind of planned their route they planned everything Mm mm-hmm uh, is there like a possible known like motive behind this, or is that not at all also no. unknown? I mean, as far as we know now, because it's still very new, right? So there's not a lot of information. But everyone who they also interview people from his kind of hobby circle, uh, and they all said, yeah, this person was super nice and just normal. But they did say that he might have had like a girlfriend, but it's also just alleged and rumors, so we don't know anything okay. to be honest. And people suspect that maybe it had to do with this um, this secret girlfriend he had, but who knows? And I don't think his uh, his family or his you know people in his regular life he, he kind of let let a double life because they didn't really know about his cross dressing uh, hobbies. Okay. So yeah, this is like in development, and especially people there I think are freaking out because there's someone walking around with a severed head. Yeah, and they're wondering whether someday they might just you know dump it, and then someone walking by would find the head. Ew. Or you know if Ugh. that person's really sick, and they just leave it by a school or something. But yeah, this is ongoing, so and up. I'll update you if there's news. Yeah, please. Like definitely, yeah. we need to keep an eye out for more on that because yeah, that's like I mean, when did this happen? Do you have person. a date? An exact date? Yeah, I can check if you can wait for me. It happened. Yes. Okay, so the victim was 62 years old. Oh, wow. And so, 1st of July, actually. Oh, two weeks almost. wow. Oh. Super mm. recent. There was no, I think there was no sign of a fight. So they think that the perpetrator, the, vic- uh, the murderer, he basically surprised the victim in the bath mm. and stabbed him a bunch of times. That's what killed him. And then after that... Um, severed the head. Mm. Okay. Um, so, yeah. speaking of dead humans, <laughs> okay. sorry. do we want to come back to the other head? Yes. yes. Oh gosh, can we? The other head. Oh my god. That's. Are you guys ready yeah. for the photo? I okay, yeah. So I'm gonna scroll down, and well, that's one of the cut off heads. Oh whoa. That's not been placed, but oh here's God. the uh, <gasps> yeah other oh, picture. That's what I, that, but oh. that that even looks so apparently fake. They, it does. It looks like it. It's a, like a doll head or something. It doesn't look like a real. Yeah. Uh, they. I think they did stuff like food because you can see cooked. That looks like broccoli. Ugh. What the? Oh, uh, that's. It looks like like a messed up like clown sort of yeah yeah they put like they placed the lemon on his nose and i think they stuck some other fruit oh my gosh they're probably peeled i think they're very like you know professional holy shit oh where where did it go and that was that's so christmas 99 yeah that was their christmas meal apparently oh so it does seem like they're quite um experienced a long time of 
with cannibalism and murdering people then and like getting away with it Mm. well let's go on and like do we want to figure out who these couples are yeah how many people out there fell victim to their prey? Yeah. Like, nah, let's move on. Please let's tell us. Let's let's stop talking about it here. Yeah, of course, tell us. Like we wanna know. I mean the photo in itself is quite disturbing. But Yeah, that was disturbing. According to different news outlets, Natalia, the wife of Dimitri, worked as a senior nurse in the sanitation department of the Krasnodar Higher Military Aviation School of AK Surov Pilots, basically a Krasnodar military school, where she met her first ha- husband and lived a happy life. Things turned downhill when they had their first ch- child. Her husband passed away, which left her with her unborn son. Drenched in grief, Natalia drowned herself into alcohol. She started drinking away day and night without a break. While still pregnant? Yeah, apparently. Oh, whoa, not not cool. But I I have a, a bit of a question. Uh, so you said she is a nurse? Yeah. But then you said sanitation department? Because sanitation is like water, like... Like and, cleaning. But she's a nurse? So she's a senior nurse in the sanitation department of the Krasnodar Higher Military. That is confusing. How does this work? I think sanitation can also just be health-related. It could be. Really? She, it could be like a school nurse doctor. Mm. I just... That, that was sense. just confusing, but... I guess not super important. Mm. What's more important and super messed up is that she started drinking while pregnant. That's not cool. Anyhow... Her drinking habits were down on her, and so expectedly she was fired from her job as a nurse. Fortunately, her husband left her an apartment where she oh, and her good. son could live in, where she began doing like a lot of side jobs. Mm. So she did end up like working in the kitchen, working as mm-hmm. a cleaner. So mm-hmm. she did this and that around the military school. As of Dimitri, the husband, his background was like a little bit different from Natalia. He grew up in an orphanage and was later adopted by a childless family. He too had experienced a sort of happy childhood-ish. But when he lost his mother, his father's attitude changed completely. And there was different Mm. versions of how he became homeless. One source claimed that his father's attitude toward him changed drastically right after his mother passed away. Another source who received a statement from his daughter, uh, his father said that prior to kicking him out, Dimitri burnt down his room and was involved and charged with multiple cases of theft. Hmm. Oh, and then, okay. And like, there were also articles saying that his father's second wife so his father got remarried also kind of went out and said stuff that although like dimitri himself was problematic natalia served as a bad influence and made his like situation worse so judging from the articles you could tell that his father and his new his father's new family wasn't like that i mean it makes sense his son turned out to be a cannibal, so obviously well, they wouldn't really approve of him, but they were also like making a lot of comments and judgments on him as a child. Okay, sure, but that doesn't mean like anybody that has that sort of childhood is gonna be a cannibal. Uh, like they're still that's also true. But um I don't did you mention how the two of them met or did I miss that? I didn't mention it. It okay. wasn't like because you because you suddenly like mentioned her name, so I thought maybe I like blacked out for a second. No, it was like because but... a lot of it's just like news articles, and there's not that much like specific details on who they are and like how they met or like there's not that much background on both of mm. these people. But okay. I think it was more like I don't know. I can't even find 
his father's second wife's name. That's the thing. That's how like mm. not specific this case is, but it's more like I'm assuming that it's sort of like after this all happened and Dimitri was exposed, like his father's second wife made a comment claiming that Natalia didn't really help because they're both like a part of this cabinet bull. Mm-hmm. some behavior so she was saying that I mean. he didn't okay. influence her but that they're both equally yeah they're both equally horrible mm. that's a statement one way or another it just makes me wonder like it seems like there's not the best relationship between dimitri and like his family it makes me question like how much would she actually know about that who too. influenced who or like how they're involved like she could make any statement and there's no way to know if it's true or not but it doesn't seem like how would she know and i feel like it, it it's probably not like one of the healthiest relationship judging mm, from yeah. what we've so far heard mm. i mean a good relationship would kind of bring out the best of the two yeah. of these people and this relationship is doing the complete opposite it's or bringing out at the, the very like, least i hope that's not the best in them because then i don't want to see the worst that too <laughs> yeah either way you look at it oof. so are you gonna get into how they found them or like did they you know how because how, the police had to track the phone to the to them right or is that even known yeah the the finding part wasn't as difficult because as okay. soon as the police got hold of the phone they were able to like track down the phone's owner <laughs> okay. thank Bekshiv, you. it wasn't that thank hard you, dumb criminals thank you do you know how old they are uh let me get back to that okay i think they're like around 40 like Damn. apparently both of them has already passed uh dimitri actually passed away so i think they were 38 and 44 mm-hmm. in year 2020 so who was older who was younger natalia was older she was 44 in 2020 so that makes her 40 i can't do math Seven. 47 47 and that makes but she um 41 but Bakshif passed away. Wait, he passed Wait, away she or, or she? he passed away? He passed away. Dimitri passed away. And he was away. 38 in 2020. in 2020. He passed away young. Yeah. Did I, he die naturally? Do you know? I need to get, I need to get back to It makes me want to quote Angela from episode two. That's, that's why you shouldn't do shitty things. <laughs> oh, he passed away because of um, type 1 untreated type 1 diabetes oh okay, okay. so this sorry but does cannibalism mm. cause diabetes <laughs> i was I thinking think so. that too i was i don't think so guys i bet there's no research on that <laughs> yeah because really? um, i'm not i'm just asking the, the sample age. group for cannibals is a bit small <laughs> the sample yeah group. because i'm wondering how old they were in 1999 mm. when they took the first photo so yeah math um, but that would be young. 20, 20, 20 ish. How much? How old was Natalia in twenty twenty? Forty four. Forty four. So she was born in seventy six. Which means yeah, so like twenty three. Damn, Julia, math. It is twenty three. <laughs> uh, how old was she? Damn. So that means Fuck. Dimitri was super young then. He, he was what twenty. No, twenty. He was nine, eighteen. Wait. Was he eighteen? Twenty twenty minus nineteen ninety nine equals twenty one minus thirty eight. <laughs> that would be he was seventeen. So no wonder. Holy shit! Yeah, I should have done the math. <laughs> that makes Natalia super creepy. Yeah. Not saying that kids don't have that like too. fucked up mind, but I'm just also saying like you know. He would be, like, underage. And that makes it a bit more questionable because, like, sure, okay, like, maybe he had sort of, like, these fantasies all on his own and she sort of just helped him along. But just the fact that he's underage, like, even if he's 
in quotes like almost adult that's still first of all like isn't wouldn't that be like statutory rape plus that would be uh, would that be grooming but definitely sort of influencing Mm. that's that's... messed up wow okay so finding finding so the couple was found to be living in a hostile accommodation within the military base in Krasnodar, where both had jobs working in the kitchen on and off. Oh. <laughs> in the kitchen, guys. Uh, are you gonna... Do you know whether they mixed up? Uh, Wait for it. Okay, okay. So after gonna... discovering their location, their house was under investigation where the police discovered multiple body human body parts soaked in saline solution. Uh, oh. Various fr- mysterious frozen meat were found oh. in the fridge. Oh. And the creepiest thing is that not only is there a glass jar with a can- canned hand, but oh. also remains of human skin and air quote wigs in the apartment. Oh no. What? And oh. just by the body parts found in their apartment, seven victims were identified by the police. Oh, God. At least seven. Holy shit. Severed parts of a woman was also discovered on the military base. But not in their house? Not in their house because they have just recently murdered someone called Alina. I'm gonna say this wrong, so Vashrushev. Okay. Vashrushev? Yeah. Who knows? Vashrushev. A woman who lived very close to the couples. She was invited over for a drink, which was drugged by the Bakshivs. Oh, Some no. said that while they were drinking, Dimitri paid too much attention to Alina than Natalia wanted, and at one point, she got worked up and was about oh. to leave. But seeing so, Dimitri suddenly decided to knock her out, knock Alina out, and she was skinned alive. What? Oh no, oh no. no and that no. was apparently their routine, where they would sedate their victims and then skin them alive, which they would later on dismember the victim and eat or pickle them with saline solution. Wait, do they have access to like all these like drugs, the the sedation and the everything because Natalia is a nurse? I don't think that's how she has access. Because she works in the kitchen now, right? But, I mean, it wouldn't be that hard to like get your hands on saline solution or like drugs to you know knock people out maybe maybe not if you have because i have a bunch <laughs> yeah. i have what? a bunch of like sleeping pills just saying like okay and but, mix um, up with alcohol it's just yeah i quiet. can see i mean like you can i'm not sure how it was back in the day in russia but i know in china you can buy like day rape drug on Taobao. Holy shit, what? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I mean, I'm sure in other places you can buy them online as well. So it's like a huge problem. I'm learning so much about China now that I don't live in there anymore. It's not just China. I think it's a huge problem in Europe it's as well. It's not just China. Like in, I, I know, but UK, like, I mean, specifically China, bad. like... I mean, just in, specifically in China, you buy it on Taobao. <laughs> but in other countries, you can buy it Holy on shit. other sites, I think, and... So I'm sure you could get your hands on them if you wanted. Oh, shit. Um, b- but I was just thinking, because they're still on a military base, and she used to be a nurse on a or the military base. Is it the same military base? Mm, the. Okay, so she used to be a nurse at the military base. So people know her. She used to work there. So access is easier. And she knows like her way around. Sense, and um but but my thought is because it's first of all like hospitals generally keep an eye on especially like their medications and their drugs so people don't make off with it like people addicted to drugs for example um and like i feel like especially like on a military base i would imagine that also like them also to be very uh, careful with that I have no idea, but it makes me think that. Mm. Oh, I looked into it. Yeah, it's called a rush. It's a Russian drug. 
of ether and corvalol. Okay. A main substance of phenobarbital. Oh, oh, phenobarbital. That wait, that that um makes me think like date rape drug. What's because I I've definitely heard that before. But um, what I was getting at because uh in China like I could literally just go into like a like a I guess like a drugstore pharmacy sort of thing and be like, hey, can I have like five packs of my birth control? And they were just like, oh yeah, here, pay for it. Like in Germany, you cannot get shit without like a prescription. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just wonder like on a spectrum of my experience with Germany and my experience with China in this case, where who like I'd like to know where Russia falls, if it's more lax or if it's more monitored. I wonder how. But I mean, also just speaking of just like drugs being drugs. If it's illegal, you usually, you know, you could find a drug dealer and it wouldn't be that hard. But apparently it's an over-the-counter medicine available in the Ukraine and Russia. Wow. Phenobarbital is used for sedative and anti-seizure properties. Corpus. Because um, the brand itself is a tranquilizer based on the herb valerian. That's a real Valerian? thing. Not just from Game of Thrones. What is going on? <laughs> I have no idea, people. It's a heart medicine. And it's, yeah, it deals with insomnia. I'm pretty sure Valerian is Baldrian in German. <laughs> Baldrian does not tell me anything either. <laughs> I just know Valerian steel, old Valeria. <laughs> oh, it is it is Baldrian, so it is what I was thinking of. So it's like a natural mm. sleeping aid. I don't see how that works, but maybe it's ether that works? It's probably like the combination, I guess. Isn't ether alcohol? No, that's ethanol. Oh. What am I finding out? Isn't ether just nothingness in I space? I just want to know what That's I'm what I was thinking it. too. <laughs> ether in organic chemistry, it's a class of combo- compounds that contain an ether group an oxygen atom connected to. I think this is a hopeless endeavor, guys. Yeah. I can't do I this. I think we, we are better at talking about murder and not chemistry. That's true. I guess it's just alcohol, something similar. Anyway. Wait, where was I? How they drugged the, the victim, uh, Alina, right? And skinned her alive. Yeah. Because that was their, like, routine. Yeah. So then Natalia later would admit and help identify to the police around 30 victims through pictures oh, that they took 30. with their victims when they are hanging out. And apparently they would find victims through dating apps and ask them out for a drink. And now I guess that is one of the reasons why online dating can be uh, scary. I, I'm speechless because you started out saying, oh, yeah, there's body parts for like seven victims in the house. And Here now there. you're saying like 30? Yeah, in total. So you don't. I mean, it was a long time. You know, it kind of was a long span. Mm. I think it's around 18 years. Before they were caught. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. You can't keep everything in the house. Um, now I sound like a creep, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, if they're... This is... I, I don't know if I should be saying this, but if they're eating the people, right? <laughs> I, so uh, the don't, bodies have to go no, somewhere. No, don't. I mean, that was the purpose. I know what you're saying. Uh, just cut this out, please. I don't want to... I don't want to say this on... On the internet. I just want to say at this point that my daughter, my sister-in-law, she asked me on the weekend, like, oh, hey, like, do you have anything, like, going on in your left life? Like, I want to, like, live vicariously through you. And I was like, um, there's nothing really going on, but maybe, like, I could try, like, a dating app. And now oh. I don't want to. Are you sure? <laughs> no, I don't want to. Are you sure? I mean, before that, I was like, eh, maybe, but more like, eh, it's such a, it, like, it's, it's bothersome fine, though, you process. You just can't meet them at their house. It has to be a public yeah. place. Yeah, true. But I think I'm good for now. I think I'm just gonna <laughs> wait it out. 
That's also a fair strategy. Yeah, because that's scary to think about. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys about how I once signed up on a dating website for like a no. day? What? Because I, I don't think I told for anyone. For just a day? Yeah, because so it was, I think, during uni times. And because I've never had a boyfriend or was that interested in dating during high school. And then I thought, oh, it's just going to happen during university. So I went to university, but then didn't really have a relationship there either. So I think it was during like a vacation, uh, a break when my roommate was also away. So I was just super lonely. And I thought, okay, I just, I just need some kind of social life. And I signed <laughs> up on this website and then I just got messages. There was a message from one guy who basically preached me saying what is a like a person like you doing on a website like this you're only gonna find shitty people <laughs> and he just says a piece of advice you know delete your account you're not gonna find anything here and that just freaked me out a bit so i just deleted it oh if that was the first person like i came across on yeah. an app like that yeah i'd be gone too <laughs> i'd be like oh, yeah, it's oh. like first Signed time ever off. signing up and then um, trying out online dating and then immediately getting told that this is a dangerous place or like you're not gonna, you know, find anything I, here. I have a story for you as well. Ooh. Um, but let me finish okay, mine. Go for it. And we can I'm share. Sorry, go for it. But I, I do want to tell it to you guys because it's hilarious. Um, so the sickest part of this whole thing I'm trying to find, like, how can I lead back to the story? Sorry. But, dating uh, profiles is how they found uh, people? Dating. Yeah. Dating. And so the sickest part was, like, that according to their neighbors, Natalia would bake pies <gasps> to increase part of her income. No. And apparently she did go into the local bakery and she did go to the local, like, meat butcher. No. And kind of sort of shared like and bragged about herself being a meat provider oh. where she has access to a, a lot of meat and in the end natalia tried to wiggle out of jail time through claiming that she was mentally ill oh. which she was like she could try to support with the fact that she did go to the hospital mm -hmm. back in the days where she was abusing drugs and alcohol mm -hmm. However, the record claims that she was diagnosed as a mentally healthy person, which is also questionable. Okay. I kind of do wonder, like, if they were helped early on in stages where they were extremely sick, whether this would still, like, get to this extent, or whether, like, you know, social support could have prevented them from acting as such. Mm. And, but because her diagnosis proved her to be healthy, she was charged with incitement to murder and is sentenced to 10 years in penal colony and 1.5 years in prison. And penal colony is like a whole other situation in Russia. They are usually located in rural areas that are far away from the city where people live under extreme harsh conditions and may go through extreme brutality with strict security measures and less access and mobility prisoners and penal colonies are also made to perform daily work which could have been like you know unpaid work for big corporations or the government and it could also be considered as a way of pseudo exiling a person from society where they are completely isolated from the rest of the population while as Dimitri, he was charged with 12 years and two months in a maximum security prison. But as we mentioned earlier, he passed away in February 26, 2020 because of diabetes. Mm -hmm. Now, it was mentioned, like a criminal lawyer did mention that like a lot of this case even from like the police reports, the evidence didn't really add up. And it was because this case actually happened on a um, military basis. So it was suggested that the authorities didn't really want like a scandal right. going on mm. at like a military academy. Right, of course. So one part 
that was mentioned was like the couple only met in 2012 so didn't really make sense for them to kind of engage in cannibal acts before this so remember the photo yeah. that claimed to have dated back to like 1999 it kind of like didn't really make sense yeah so could have been like both of them practice cannibalism on their own Mm. some articles also didn't mention that it didn't make sense for this like because they counted like 30 or so murderers in the -hmm. case so it could have been that they weren't the only people with participating in Mm. this cannibalism Mm -hmm. act that there could be someone else or like a group involved which is why there might have been so much like photos and parties etc yeah yeah, I mean, I don't think you do like a Christmas plate like that just for yourself. Yeah, I mean, maybe you do, but like a bit too much. But it's scary to think about a secret underground group of cannibals in Russia. Mm-hmm. And also, like I think during the police investigation, there were just the police was also just bringing out a lot of like pictures of missing people, right, for them to identify. So then. There might have been like questionable police work on this yeah, case. Yeah, right. Cause I there's I mean there's that case of what's it called like the confession killer where he just started saying like oh yeah I was involved in this case and this case and I did that and that and that but it turned out that he was just like reading information that only the police knew and like the files and was like then telling it to them but he hadn't actually committed any of them but he just kept like confessing to stuff so like yeah if you put like these pictures in front of them they could just be like oh yeah we like these are like these are the victims even though like like they could have just said there was more than there were because i mean what's the difference i mean yeah what difference does it make from a legal perspective it's like 7 to 30 anyways you're going in jail for like a very long time yeah you know maybe you get like death penalty which i wonder if that exists in russia i don't want to look at the articles anymore but there's literally like a skinned close it on the floor (laughs) stop looking at it like i somehow cannot take my eyes off of it Uh but yeah Wow. You know, um, what I was thinking, the probability of two individuals separately practicing cannibalism and then finding their way to each other and then, like, doing it together, I feel like that's so improbable somehow exactly I, I don't know i feel like to me at least of course i there's no basis for this but i feel like it's more likely that you know one person was more into it and then when the other person when they you know when they got together influenced so that let's in this case natalia was older and with timeline wise it was also more likely that she participated in that christmas dinner in 99 than um dimitri so maybe when they did meet up later on, Natalia already had this practice, perhaps with the, with other people as well. And then Dimitri just kind of joined the group. And mm-hmm. not because, oh, I've always been interested in being a cannibal, but just because he was in that group, it kind of influenced him to go mm-hmm. in that direction. Yeah. Like if he never met her, maybe he wouldn't have, you know, thought about this. Or, yeah, he might not have become a cannibal. But of course... I have no idea what the truth is in this case, but I feel like that's more likely than both of them being interested in cannibalism and then just coming together and finding out, oh yeah, we have this shared hobby. Okay, yeah. I guess it's impossible to know. Hmm. It also makes sense that there's not as much details knowing that it's on like a military basis. You mean base? It's just, yeah, base. Military base. Yeah. I'm gonna re-edit this. Okay. Because you did say bases earlier as well. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Right. More uh, editing. I googled, Military base. I googled death penalty in Russia. So it's been, like, off and on in, like, the 
republic and in the Soviet Union. Like, they'd have it, then they'd abolish it, then a couple of years later they'd, like, uh, have it again. And mm. so the it seems the most recent info is that um, after the fall of the Soviet Union, the Russian Federation carried out the death penalty intermittently because in 1996, um, Russia tried to gain entry to the Council of Europe. Uh, it placed a moratorium on the death penalty, and as of this year, it is still in place. So it's not abolished, but it's not in practice either. It's like mm. status pending, I guess. But can I tell you my online dating story yeah. now? Share away. Are we done? We're done. We're done. I want to move away from this. <laughs> okay, cool. So this is definitely moving away from this. So I don't know if like I downloaded it like because I was curious or if because like mm. somebody suggested it to me or whatever. But for a period of time when I was in Canada, mm -hmm. I downloaded Tinder and... I'm super awkward over text. Like, I don't like texting. I don't like messaging. Like, I'm really bad about it. And so once I was put into, like, this online dating thing where you, like, have to write to people, I was just, I never knew, like, what to say or, like, how to start a conversation or anything. So I kept asking, like, my friends for help. And at one point, um, my friend like took my phone and like I was it was open to this like chat with this guy on tinder and she started just writing and it was the weirdest and funniest thing ever and which is why I'll never forget it so she just wrote to this random stranger on tinder sometimes I like to butter myself up climb into a sleeping bag and pretend I'm a slug on the kitchen floor what <laughs> yeah I have so many questions. Hmm. Why why on the kitchen floor, first of all? Also, why would you butter yourself... Yeah, why would you butter yourself up and then climb into a sleeping bag? Anyway, it's weird. It's smoother. <laughs> but you're in the sleeping bag, so it doesn't well, matter. But the real like... question is, what did the guy reply? He was, like, surprisingly chill with it. Like, I think he knew that it was, like, a bit... A joke. Mm. Yeah. But I don't remember exactly. I just remember the most important part, like that message. But you know, the weirdest thing is that in some piece of media I have like taken in in the last couple of weeks, mm. I swear to God or whatever that I was listening or to something or I was watching something and somebody said that exact thing. Really? Maybe that guy turned out to write whatever you watched. Maybe. <laughs> I I want to go through everything I've been like watching and listening to in the past couple of weeks to like find it because I can't remember right now and it's really <laughs> pissing me off. And you're sure it's but, exactly the same words? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Well, oh no no no! I remember! I remember! I remember! It was um, I think it was a um, my favorite murder like hometown episode so they were reading somebody else's story and i think there was like yes. uh like pervert in some town who would um enter like women's homes strip himself then like i think butter himself up or like use like vaseline or something like that Wait. cover himself in it and then like go into their bedroom and then like a masturbate under their bed while they were sleeping no no and no i've leave. heard of this case the whole like breaking in and like cover yourself in butter and masturbate under someone's bed is very familiar yeah because there's this whole thing where they like found this like weird trail of some things like slippery yeah. and so then they like figured that out and I, I heard that because I'm like re-listening to all of MFM. I'm like somewhere, I think in like 2020. Maybe that's the guy you matched with on Tinder. <laughs> that would be weird. Super creepy. Yeah. But I just, I remember like listening to that and I was like, oh my God. Also, what? Just to be fair, guys, there are like weird pickup lines that has the weirdest shit ever. 
can that be my next yeah. in between the weirdest pickup line? Because I've seen. <laughs> you do whatever you, you want. want. It's your in between. I've seen so much like weird pickup lines for Tinder. It's like yeah. Tinder has the weirdest shit ever. Although, to be fair, um, yeah. two of my friends actually got married after uh, meeting their boyfriend on Twitter. Not Twitter, Tinder. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's some successful stories, but then there's also a lot of weird that fish too. in that weird sea. I feel like... So. What were you going to tell us, Angela? Oh, what was I going to tell you? I'm asking you that. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you had like a dating story as well. My Tinder? I have Do so you? many online... Because you, you, it looked like you wanted to say something. You wanted to like tell us a story. I do have a lot of dating apps, but I usually just scroll and I can't text. Because the first thing, like the first three sentences, they'll probably ask like, where do you live? And I'm like, why, why do you care? Ugh. Like, what do you want? None of your fucking business. And they're asking it like, I'll be like, oh, in this district. And they'll be like, what street though? Wow. I'm like... That's uncomfortable. Um, excuse me, though. <laughs> like, privacy, though. But wait, do you still have these apps, like, right now? I do, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I scroll in front of my boyfriends just for fun. Yeah. When you're bored. Just see what's on the market. Just window shopping. <laughs> just window <laughs> shopping, right. <laughs> right, so... Thank you for bringing us that seriously disturbing case. Yeah. Thank God this was after dinner for me. <laughs> Meat pies. Oh. Ew. Yeah. How did you even find this case? Because considering there's not a lot of articles about it. I don't know. I was scrolling around on the internet. The okay. internet's a weird place. That it is. Yes. That is very true. Yeah. Because I haven't even found a podcast on this. So like tried youtube mm. finding clips on it mm-hmm. there wasn't as much there was this one youtube clip oh oh, oh, oh. i just remembered something i wanted to mention to you guys mm-hmm. that um i found out so episode two my uh, my european case was uh daphne caruana galicia and at the very end i mentioned yeah there's this like different media stuff that you can look into if you're interested and after we did that episode i think I guess it might have been just like two weeks ago, our time, real time-ish, I found out that there is a podcast on Wondery Mm -hmm. that, I think it's called Who Killed Daphne? Okay. And it looked like it was like eight episodes from, I think from the year like 2018 to like 2020 2021 something like that Mm -hmm. and since then there have been no new episodes which makes me think it was like very sort of um active in real time because since then like there haven't really been any major new things happening in the case Mm. but i found that and i want to listen to it and i thought i'd mention it to you guys I, i love cases where it's like there's one case and there's like a whole lot of episode like podcast episode yeah. on it so it's going to be like very very specific yeah you know it's going to be in depth yeah so how do i conclude on this i guess my suggestion for our audience today would be don't buy strange meat off the street <laughs> or from your neighbors and don't eat strange pies 100 percent also, try to find out what, like, potential romantic partners oh, do exactly. in their spare time, like, <laughs> like to do, are into. And if they give off weird vibes, go to the police. Also, if you plan to commit crimes, don't lock your phones. <laughs> yeah. Don't lock your phones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please and thanks. So that's your friendly neighborhood podcast advice for this week i suppose we'll call it a day thank you for listening you'll call it a night i'll call it a day oh that too yeah and i'll see you guys next week with my story from asia 
Oh. Yeah. Do you uh do we get like a small hint or a small like No. No. Okay, okay I I'll say it's a royal story. It's Ooh. a royal story. It is a okay. royal story. But don't you don't get too excited because it's a huge tragedy. But uh yeah. okay. But I'm not gonna Aren't say that, they all? Then, that would reveal everything, so Okay. Yes. That's all I good. look forward to well, I don't look forward to hearing it. It's hard to say. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm curious to hear what you're gonna tell us. Mm-hmm. Right. So good night and goodbye and good morning and, and good, good day. day. <laughs> See you next time. See ya Bye, you guys. Bye.